Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Good morning to supercars legend, Mark Scaife. Morning, Scaifey. Morning, guys. I've got a, a million different topics I can talk to <laughs> as we reach the end uh, of, the, of the season, a long season, no doubt. You're looking forward towards the end of it as well, but it is the end of an era, really, isn't it? Uh, it's the end of the Van Gisborne area, area, era. Yes, it is, Paddy. And, um, you know, he's obviously been a, an incredible driver in our series for a long time. He joined as a young bloke from New Zealand in 2007 and uh, has held on to, you know, what has been great form, especially in recent times when he, he moved across from Ford into what was the the yeah, techno team. And then, then he went to Triple Eight. And as a consequence of being with Triple Eight, you know, the sort of success at Bathurst and with the championship has, has, has been unheralded and the number of wins per season and the records that he's achieved has, has been absolutely superb. So we've certainly celebrated his prowess in the car and we know that he has another chapter now with his NASCAR foray and, uh, you know, for him to go and win that race in the States this year as a one-off was, was incredible. So he's got a, a, a stellar career already, but uh, wishing him all the best uh, in the next phase. I reckon he'd be pretty focused this weekend too, wouldn't he? Did that Chicago street circuit compare at all to Adelaide? And he's got a real race that he wants to sort of finish strong with, I bet. Yeah, look, that's a really good point, Heels. I mean, street circuits do change in terms of character. Um, look, the, one of the great things in terms of the way Shane and the guys orchestrated the Chicago race was that no one had been there before. Okay. So and he went there on a completely level playing field, although he obviously wasn't as familiar with the cars. No one had been to that track before. It was a brand new facility. So for him to go there and then compare, you know, his street racing credentials at a place that no one had been to certainly assisted the result. The next part is that you've got to be able to go and drive the cars properly and, you know, do a really good job, which which he did. He, he showed um, in those wet and dry conditions, which is another, it's another part of, you know, his repertoire in terms of being, you know, an outstanding motor racing driver, he likes it when it's when it's sort of semi-greasy and, he, and you're battling for grip. So new circuit, wet and dry conditions, you know, was in a pretty good team with guys that are actually quite good street racers as his teammates, um, and he did a, did a marvellous job. So that, that's the first part of the story. The second part is, does that correlate with Adelaide? Not really, because every street circuit's a bit different. He's always been very good here anyway in, in Adelaide. He's, he's, he's had such success around this circuit. And 
He's got it all to play for. He's 131 points yeah. away from Brody Kostecki. He's second in the championship. And he's got it all to play for. So realistically, with this 131-point buffer, uh, it's going to be hard, is it? Uh, even with his talent and, and his determination, et cetera, and his mongrel on the track, because uh, Kostecki's to lose, really, Scafie, isn't it? That's probably a better way of explaining it, Paddy. I reckon, you know, you, you've got 131 points. So just put the metrics together. It's 150 points per day. So to win each of the races on the weekend, it's 150 points. So it's 300 points available um, from, from here on in to finish the championship. The 131-point the buffer, if, for instance, on Saturday that he's able to get 19 points on Ben Gisbergen, then he provisionally wins the championship, yeah. right? So he goes into Sunday with, more, well, 150 or more points, you, you've effectively won the championship. So, again, it's a, a little bit of how you approach it. Your, your point about it's Brody's to lose, that's 100% correct. Um, but, but remember that this circuit, it has so many unforgiving areas. You could crash in qualifying on Friday afternoon and you could be out for the weekend. Mm. So the, the risk versus reward at a circuit like this, and especially that famous Turn 8, um, if you if you crash a car over the weekend here and you put yourself out, you lose the championship. So oh, the, the, it'll be intense. It'll there'll be consequences. It'll be unforgiving. It I can't wait. It'll be a, it'll be a ripper. <laughs> you blokes love it. But <laughs> you know, compare the concrete canyons of the Gold Coast to what you're talking about in t- Turn Eight in Adelaide. Yeah, look, Turn Eight is probably the most famous corner in the country. I mean, you, you would argue that the the chase at Bathurst is a 300k corner, um, but what's happened in through modern modern car racing? They originally put the chase in. <laughs> I know this sounds a bit mad, guys, but they put the chase in to make it safer, right? Because it, it was originally a straight piece of road. They put the chase in, and they, and they made this corner that we all tried to get around there flat in six gear at 300k. Well, we've had some giant shunts there, right? So, so it, for for the for the ploy to be to make that safer didn't really quite work. But if you then go and have a look at a corner like Turn 8, you arrive at about 245 kilometres an hour before the corner. You, the, the, the key to Turn 8 is not is not slowing the car too much to flow it through the corner really nicely. So you knock about 20 k's off, like a little bit of a left foot brake, and then you slide the car through against the fences and you come out the other side, you get back to 245 k again for the next braking area. So as a, as a corner... It's one of those ones you just got to talk to yourself, talk to yourself, talk to yourself to coax it through there as fast as you can. But if you mess it up, and we all have, I've been in the fence there a couple of times, so it's wind <laughs> up. So everybody that's ever gone any good here, if you haven't crashed at turn eight, you haven't been trying hard enough, right? Oh, no. so, oh. so, so it's a ripper corner. Oh, I yeah. just love that. You just, just slide it gently through at 245 k's. <laughs> <laughs> it's magnificent, and and it, some some day I might I might just trim off eighteen k's now, not twenty. Yeah. Today. Hey, a, a couple of things. Yeah. Um, DJR, um, it's their first supercars team to five hundred rounds. That's a, a lot of history, and they're Queensland based, as we know. And Dicky, just an absolute legend up here, but hasn't been the season for Anton and for Will Davison that they would have loved. Well, I think the first part is you've just got to celebrate the history. I mean, to have 500 rounds of this championship to everybody involved in Dick Johnson Racing and all of the people that have been part of that journey, with just a genuine congratulations and just superb effort and, mm. and tenacity to get through, 
you know, the trials and tribulations of, of all of the things that we know with, with Dick's career, with the Rocket Bathurst and the crash and the top 10 shootout in 1983, and then the Ford Sierras and the Falcon era and the way this is all rolled out into Penske and now the Mustangs and with the new ownership group there. Everybody, Dr. Ryan's story, obviously, everybody involved, just fantastic. Mm. Second part is, yes, this year hasn't been as good as they would like, but they are, and I call them, people don't like it, but I call them the Ford factory team, right? Because to me, they are. They're the, they're the number one, they're the pinnacle Ford team. And to be honest, this year probably hasn't worked out as well as any of us would like in reality, but... Mm. Meaning, meaning the, the the number of Mustang wins, but some of that's about sporting parity, not necessarily technical stuff. And for this year, their their team at some places have been really fast in the races, but they haven't qualified well enough, and they haven't been at the pointy end enough. And I'm sure that's one of the objectives for them in the off season is to get back to the pointy end again. Mm. Yeah. Hey, um, Mark, Adelaide seems to have a good understanding of motor racing. Would that be right? Heels, that's, you know, it's funny. I was actually talking this morning to a couple of other journos and saying this place, because of the Formula One Grand Prix from 85 yes. and because of the takeover of this race, we took it over in 99, the, the place has a very high level of understanding of car racing. There's a high level of enthusiasts, and I think that comes a lot from production being here. So the, the Holden facility yeah. used to be at Elizabeth, just outside of town. Um, it's the right size town or city for our race. You know, Formula One outgrew it. Um, it's the right size for, for us. And I tell you what, the Premier Peter Malmaskis has done a, a superb job. He hasn't just reintroduced this race, he's completely reinvigorated it. Yeah. I mean, if you walk in and around the facility and you see what they've done and, and made it into an absolutely world class street race again, because remember, previous government knocked it on the head yeah. and, the, and, and it was part of his mandate and his electoral um, commitments getting into power was that he would bring the street race back. And he, he hasn't just brought it back, he, he's just, he's fired it up. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't know what he's like politically, it's none of my business I suppose, I, I don't live there, but I was I, I met him during live and he, he loves his sport and that that's just after the AFL had their gather round. Adelaide was just alive. They, they embrace, mate, don't they? I, I, Patty, I couldn't agree more. I mean, they just love it. I mean, you think about, and I think for us, making it the last round's better also. I, I mean, I, I met with Malinaskis a, a few times when we were getting this thing back on, on track again, and and it, it did in, intrude into the Fringe Festival they have early in the year, so the two things sort of ran together, and it was a it was an awkward combination in terms of accommodation and all the things that happen when you have two big events at the same time. Yeah. But to your point, you know, with the live tournament, the gather around, everything that you can that you can commit to in terms of proper sport for this country, uh, the premier's into and he's he's into with a hundred percent commitment. Yeah. Well, mate, Scaifey Hield said right at the start of the week that cricket Australia would be far better served by getting. Travis head home and parading him around on the Saturday or the Sunday uh, rather than playing five meaningless T20 games in, in India over the next week and a half. Uh, and the, the, no, I don't know. The, and I agree with him. I agree with him. Get Travis head home I in front of his home more. crowd. Alex Carey too. Get them both in a car and around you go and put them in a suite and oh, have totally. good times. Totally. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I mean, that, I, I'm with you, Heels. That's, 
that's the sort of stuff because it's it's mad that the same demographic, so the people that are hardcore rugby league, people hardcore AFL, people that are hardcore cricket, people that are hardcore car racing, specifically supercar fans, they just love that stuff. It, it, yeah. Most of those people correlate, right? And 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 we all follow, you know, prop, proper sport, and that would be something that I, I would endorse at 100, 100 miles an hour. Mm. Good stuff. Hey, listen, we, we've done enough on the parody all year, but I'm, we know that these cars are headed to wind tunnel testing and things like that in the off season. Uh, just quickly, what's your, give us twenty five words or less, and what do you think is going to all look like next year? Oh, this will be a complete reset with it. Hey, this is this is the, the best practice in the world in terms of aero testing. Um, the business is committed to millions of dollars of additional testing with new dynos and wind tunnel testing. Um, and I'm really looking forward to the start of 2024 because we've already just seen a couple of Mustang wins at the Gold Coast and mm. that's their good sign. Yeah, all right. Scafe, always an absolute joy to talk to you. Have a great weekend of commentating, mate. I know it'll be just riveting as Kostecki uh, looks to make his own stamp on this series. Big, big weekend. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Thanks, guys.